psychics, hypnotists, and televangelists. Clairvoyant or con, you decide. Welcome to the Not Safe for Discussion podcast. Thanks for listening to today's show. I'm John. I'm Jen. And I'm Ian. And this is the Not Safe for Discussion podcast. And today we're talking about psychics, hypnotists, and TV preachers. Otherwise known as televangelists. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, no one can say TV evangelist. Never mind. TV preachers. That's what we're saying. Those are the words. Televangelists? TV preachers. That's what I said. Um, so anyway, televangelistus. Yeah, there we let's go. Not, let's not let's not make this podcast about words that John can't. Understand I was going to say, let's say. see how many On words the... John can mispronounce today. I feel and like we should. I, I feel like that's that's a second podcast we should do. <laughs> Anyways, moving forward, uh, I wanted to talk about psychics today because uh, I know for a fact uh, Ian spoiler doesn't believe in them at all. And uh, really. Asp- I know. He doesn't believe in anything. Ian Ian doesn't believe in himself or anything in this world. And it's <laughs> it's it's quite sad actually. We're doing a GoFundMe for <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I wanted to bring up some points today about psychics and why they are one hundred percent legit. Not all one hundred percent. Not all of them. I think some of them are fake. Well then that wouldn't be one hundred percent. I mean a hundred percent of the time are the good ones. <laughs> okay. So, you know, there's good ones and bad ones. And that's something I want to talk about, too, is, like, what it takes to be a bad psychic. Like, how, how can you live with yourself when you're, like, lying to people in need? I'm more interested to see what it takes to be a good psychic. Well, we'll talk about that, too. I can tell you right now, you would be a terrible psychic. Um, True. I'm not you, very observant. Do you think you could have psychic powers? No, not at no. all. No. Jen, have you ever thought you had, wanted, had like, psychic powers? Not entirely i've had experiences where i will have the same dream like stu- like monotonous dream like a conversation with somebody or turning down a road and seeing a particular car and then out of nowhere like six months later it happens so it's almost like a deja vu but i wouldn't say psychic i will say i've had deja vu what's deja vu like for you I mean, kind of the same thing where I just feel like, dang, I've definitely, like, lived this before. How does that make you feel? Like, whenever I feel deja vu, I get, like, really, like, it's, like, creepy. It's, like, I don't like it. It's, like, ugh, get it away. Well, it usually passes after about 30 seconds, and I just go on doing whatever I was doing. What okay. What is the, what do you think is the reason why it feels so creepy to you, John? Because uh, it's creepy. Because it's like I've done this before. Someone said this to me before. I remember this before, but I can't think about where or when or how. So it's it's creepy. Like okay. there's times where I'm like, did I forget that I met this person or this person said this to me already? Or is there something wrong with me where my memory is gone? You know? Is it possible that maybe you just forgot? I mean, I forget a lot of things. So yeah, it's possible. You know. But yeah, so you have deja vu. I mean, is that do you think that's a form of being psychic or do you think that's just a phenomenon of just some sort of coincidence? I think if you break down what a psychic is, like psychics what? They see into the past, they see into the present, they see into the future. So if you're 
if you're having, you know, dreams talking about or dreams that happen where, you know, something as monotonous as a conversation or a place you've gone or a person you've met and then months later it happens, wouldn't that be kind of a little peek into the future? I would say yes. Maybe, maybe. But Ian, if you've experienced uh, deja vu, which is a weird word. I don't like to say it. It's just doesn't roll off the tongue very well, if you ask me. But anyways, <laughs> um, if you've experienced it, um, you kind of feel like it's, you know, possibly like a little little peek into like the the rift of time and space, but you don't believe in psychics. Is that correct, sir? Correct. I think deja vu might be more of a uh, mental condition. Are you saying I have a mental condition? Is that what you're saying? More than one, in fact. Yeah, that's true. I, I would believe that, too. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, so our the government seems to believe in psychics because uh, that brings us up to a nice little segue um, for something the government did uh, during the Cold War called the Stargate Project. Has anyone ever heard of this? Anyone? Very original. Anyone is it based off the Stargate TV show? It is. It happened before the TV show, um, but somehow they still managed to steal the idea from them. Yeah. Um, but basically... Uh, in a nutshell, our government used uh, psychics to uh, essentially trying to find uh, missile silos and find out where like certain generals were at. Uh, the CIA used them in some of their projects. Um, they made a movie about it later on called The Men Who Stare at Goats. It's horrible. Don't watch it. Um, oh, I've seen it. It was hilarious. George Clooney. I don't like George Clooney. I don't like him. Something about him bothers me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> what? I get a lot of hate for that. I don't like him. That just, is a he, conversation he for another like day. He looks like the kind of guy that would mug me. <laughs> You're I'm threatened by his handsomeness, I'm sure. I could be, I could be, but uh, I just say he is pretty handsome. Okay, thanks for that. Um, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, this started in the '70s, uh, where you know, you know, drugs. Um, on an off topic, you gotta think this is coming right after like MK Ultra. Um, but you know, it started in the '70s, went through the '80s, and you know, '90s, and then the 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 you know Cold War went over, but um. They said they kind of closed it in 1995, um, but there is uh, books and uh, not books, but uh, papers that have come out that uh, it may have lasted until around the mid 2000s, 2008, 2009. Um, so they definitely believed in it. And uh, Russia also said they had uh, Russia openly admitted they were dumping uh, money into psyops. And that's kind of where Stargate Project came from, because, you know, Russia can't do something without us doing it better. So so break it down exactly what was the Stargate Project? What did they have people doing? Psychic stuff. Real good psychic stuff. So, like, We need say, more specifics than that. Okay, so scenario. You know, the United States wants to know where General Russian name here is hiding. Right. So they bring in a bring in a psychic. The psychic feels on some maps, does their little psychic thing. And poof, general is 100 miles east of town, beginning with the letter E. Essentially, it was more of a uh, not so much psychics like they're telling the, the future and past and things like that. Crystal ball. But it was mainly all remote viewing. Um, they would uh, ask for locations, uh, hostages, uh, missile silos, anything where they thought somebody was hiding something or needed to find something. Uh, that's what they would use them for. It really, it, it was a whole uh, experiment. Um, so sometimes they were, they, they, you know, did things. They, they hid things on purpose and had these people try to find them. Um, things like and that. What so, was the success rate? You know, that's not been published. <laughs> that information. <laughs> we just know it was. 
Um, and for them to put 30 years of work into that, I mean, that's millions of dollars um, of money. So they must have had some sort of success rate with it. Um, so they definitely believed it. And, you know, our government can always be trusted. Um, I mean, I put like, 20 years into my book and... What book would that Here be? we are. Exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, the guy on TV, uh, I mispronounced his name, Yuri, Yuri Geller. He was the, um, that was loud. Uh, he was the guy who bent spoons with his minds and uh, minds, like he had more than one, his mind. Um, he basically has been outed as a fraud, but essentially they. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a pretty easy trick. Yeah. Um, but they were very interested in him for a while. Um, I'm just reading some information on it now because I did all this beforehand and now I'm looking at Wikipedia articles. Um, but yeah, basically it was all remote viewing and ESP. So, I mean, if our government was looking into it, there must be some sort of truth to it. You know, you don't, could you believe for a moment in time, like that somebody, do, okay, Ian, do you think anywhere in this vast history we've had, that someone has had a psychic experience where they were either they knew something was going to happen and somehow, you know, whatever the case may be, you think that's ever happened at all? I believe people may have believed that they had a psychic experience. I don't believe they actually had a true psychic experience. And what would be a true psychic experience? That's a great question. Yeah. What would you classify a true psychic experience as? Yeah, Ian. <laughs> I believe the question was uh, asked to you. I'll take moving on for 500. <laughs> oh, so I need to know what your criteria is. Yeah, I mean, do you have a criteria? Like, All right, so or... psychic, psychic experience would be like truly knowing something that you shouldn't be able to know, right? Is there a grace with that? Could you, can you be off by, say, uh, a psychic predicts, um, like the subway shooting that happened this week. So a psychic predicts that that's going to happen, and they're off by a couple days. They say it's going to happen on the 9th, and it happens on the 11th. Yeah, like, and that's, that's not, actually... So... And that's not a psychic prediction. That's someone just saying that something's going to happen and being off oh by a couple gosh. days. So let me put it this way. That actually happened. I, I brought to Jen's attention. Somebody on a... Uh... I won't mention any names, but there's a forum I visit, and uh, somebody days before uh, the subway shooting happened, um, he uh, they predicted, I don't know, I'm sure if it was a he or she, but they said, uh, I think the date was April, it was like two days off, but they basically said like April 9th, there's going to be a you know mass shooting on the New York City subway system. They were off by two days, but everything else was correct. Do you think that person just randomly decide, like, hey, I'm going to make a fake prediction and post it on the internet for people to see? Yes. But why? And, 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 and you just think it's a complete coincidence that within that, you know, within a few days' time range, that actually happened. Well, I mean, how much crime is there in New York City? Like, it's how a mass oh shooting my goodness, it's a mass Ian. shooting event, though. Ian, there are not mass shooting events every day in New York yeah. City. This is not a mugging. I mean, there's, like, 30 murders a month in New York. Yes, but a murder and a crime and a shooting are different than a mass shooting. Okay. All right. Let me present this to you, Ian. What about 
the psychics that are used by law enforcement to help solve cold cases or missing persons cases. There are a few accredited psychics, uh, Sylvia Brown for one, that was hired by law, different law enforcement agencies to find the bodies of victims. I've seen that- the mentalists. They're just paying attention. Sorry. So I, I've seen Sorry. and, and uh, <laughs> Reader's Digest, which I always find to be the most reliable source of my information. Uh, Reader's Digest has a great article on uh, 20, uh, 20 mysteries actually solved by psychics. And uh, or if you're like me, you would read it physics at first. Um, but um, I, I read over these and there's some good videos online, too, um, about some of these cases. And essentially, um, in one case, uh, a, a woman was murdered um, in her own apartment building. And, uh, you know, the cops were on the case and, you know, didn't really have any evidence, couldn't figure anything out. And uh, a psychic contacted them. And uh, it was a psychic that had worked with other police departments. And she was able to give her the names of other police officers in other counties that they had worked with. And those police officers said, yep, you know, she's worked with us before and she's given us good information. So the cop had no leads, uh, and the detective had no leads, brought him over to the apartment building, and as soon as she stepped in the door, she said the man upstairs uh, killed her. And they said, well, there's two men that live upstairs, and she said the old one. And sure enough, um, they brought the man in for question because he was a person of interest at that point in time, and uh, the guy confessed to everything. Uh, and, you know, um, essentially they, um, I think, I think, there was a bunch of different cases I looked up. I think they couldn't find part of the body and she even told them where to look for that. And they found that as well too. So she's done this multiple times. Sometimes she gets no readings. Sometimes she says, I'm not feeling anything. I I, I can't help you. Um, sometimes she's given wrong information, but the amount of time she's given right information outweighs that. So you think that's all just, you know, basic dots, a creepy guy upstairs. Yeah, I think if you're a truly psychic, then the amount of times you give wrong information would be next to none. Well, I mean... But are you 100% right at anything at any time? Yeah, I mean, I know how to do basic math, but I still screw it up. So the way I perceive, like, psychics, you see the unseen or you sense the unseen. It'd be the same as, like... I'm looking at a door and I see the door and I could tell you, okay, there's a door there. So the psychic doing the same thing, just in a different sense saying, okay, I see this, here's what's there. And if they're wrong, then what did they see? Or did they see it all? Well, Maybe. I mean, you're 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 kind of you're kind of talking about almost like a cold reading, which is more of what TV psychics do. But these psychics do this as well. So you're just saying if they're wrong, they're wrong. No big deal. No one really remembers that. But they only remember the times that they're right, which I can understand. But at the same time, some of these cases, they were given such information that it's just they had to have have gotten this information elsewhere. It's almost like your expectation, Ian, is that, like, it, if there's a problem with a toilet and you call a plumber and the plumber is very knowledgeable in his ability, you know, in his profession, 
but this is something that he's just never seen before. So then his, you know, fix rate would not be 100%. Would he then be a bad plumber if he's good 99% of the time? That was no, really but, convoluted yeah. metaphor, by the way. Well, I, but plumbing can be it's the first thing that like ironed down to head. a science. Whereas, so why can't being a psychic be ironed down to a science? What if it is a neurological ability? Then I would like that explained to me, please. Well, I, I mean, that's what if there could be no explanation? I mean, there's stuff in science like magnets. How do they work? Like there's yeah, things that we magnet. can't explain. I'm so pretty saying, sure that's been explained. Mm, I don't know about that. Um, but you're saying <laughs> you're telling me that there's in your mind, there's just no way in hell somebody has a way to tap into a part of their brain to to be a psychic in any way, shape, or or facet. I feel like if they truly could, then they wouldn't have any negative marks because they would truly be seeing yeah, it. Like I that's... could say to you, okay, that that's a door. And you'd be like, yep, that's a door. Versus them saying, oh, I think that there is a door. And then you go in and see, oh, nope, there's not a door. But there was a doorway, so you were really close. Good job. You're definitely psychic. Yes, but I don't understand that metaphor at all, and you keep using it. But it's, it's just... like this. Do you have a sense of smell? Yes. Okay. I can have you smell things, and you can say, okay, that's that smells like flowers. Okay, that smells like grass. But you could still be wrong. I've you see it on Hell's Kitchen all the time. They have them taste food. They are blindfolded. They have a sense of taste, but they taste and they answer wrong because they haven't, you know, uh, really barreled down onto their sense of of taste. They're they're just tasting certain things. You're telling me there's no person that just doesn't maybe doesn't even know how they're doing it, but they're just tapping into a different part of the brain because you know again the brain we don't even understand fully we use such a small portion of it you're saying that entire brain that we don't understand there's no way that they could figure how to use a different part or they just have access to a different part of their brain i don't believe that no okay well you know you don't have to believe that because uh lots of other people do um and i'm one of them um so <laughs> you know first of all we've got we've got the government who's you know running their own little you know espionage and cia stuff with the which leader. they did eventually end they said that's they, what they, they say what come they on say. now do you You're really not, i mean you know you can't believe everything you read you know they said they ended it um but yeah, so we've got that, and we've got law enforcement, who many law enforcement agents are will on record, you know, and some, uh, I was looking at this too, some police agencies, you know, depending on the county they're in, they actually have a protocol for using psychics, when they can be called in, which ones can be called in, what they can do for them. So they have like a, like a, their own little, like, you know, FAQ on it. Um, but then we have uh, TV psychics, and... Uh, they're what most people would refer to as, you know, psychic when they think of that. Um, when I was young, which was a very long time ago, we had Dion Warwick. Jen, do you remember Dion Warwick and the Psychic Friends Network? I remember the commercials, yeah, but everywhere. Um, the TV psychics uh, that followed Dion are the ones that stay more, you know, forward focused in my mind. Well, I think Dion Warwick. And, and this is what I don't understand. But apparently Dionne Warwick uh, paved the way for that. She was the first real celebrity to really go out and 
do commercials. I mean, there were psychics back in the 40s and or excuse me, celebrities back in the 40s and 50s that did talk about psychics and things like that. But Dionne Warwick really made it public. And apparently they interviewed her later on in life back in the 2000s. And she said she was just doing it for a paycheck. I do so understand that. She uh, paycheck is a good. Uh, good. Uh... Yeah, paychecks are good, Ian. That's right. Good yeah. job. <laughs> but, uh, you know, was, I uh, just blanked on the word I was looking for. Yeah, sure. I know. I knew, and I knew you were going to do that. You know why? Because I'm psychic. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> so yeah, so that makes it look bad. And then uh, you have the also uh, she that was with the Psychic Network, and uh, Miss Cleo also was with the Psychic Friends Network. Mm. And um, first of all, Miss Cleo's dead. Number one, um, she she died. Um, in 2016, um, but may yeah, we, she was. May we, may she rest in peace. May she rest in peace or pieces, whatever happened. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> no, I think she, she. I can't remember how she died. And everyone joked like, "Oh, the, she died of some medical, like, maybe cancer." And every, the big joke at the time was, "I guess she didn't see that coming, didn't predict that." But um, <laughs> maybe she did. Who knows? I mean, you can't do much about it. Um, but she was the real famous one. Call me now for your free tarot reading. And call um, me now. Yeah, I don't understand why she made a better spokesperson than Dionne Warwick, but apparently she was setting uh, records for the Psychic Friends Network. And, uh, yeah, they got shut down eventually. Uh, she did not get arrested. Everyone thinks she got arrested, but uh, she did not. Um, she, their company got sued. And it was basically, it wasn't the fact that they were lying about being psychics. Uh, they got sued by the FCC and the Trade uh, Commission for bad billing habits so basically it was like uh, if you called now you got like the free first five minutes apparently you didn't they just billed you right off the back so that's actually what they got shut down for um looks like psychic network closed in 2003 there is a website still for it but i believe it's a different company and it's all peer-to-peer um information so you're just you're just like linking up on skype with people which is just creepy um so that is a thing um there's a good article um, on. Uh, That's how you would do it with the uh, phone psychics, though. You just call. Yeah, them and, and yeah, but now, it's creepier on Skype. Though Skype or on the phone with someone that you can't see, that you can't make a physical connection with, to me, that is just so far fetched in my mind. Um, as someone who has had a psychic experience. Normally they want to like touch your hand or they want to hold a belonging of yours to like get a feel for you. So I, I the, especially the Skype thing, like they can't see you. And well, to, uh, and, and, and I don't think seeing is part of the thing. So I'm going to tell my story about my psychic experience um, okay. real quick. I do want to read there. There was a good article on Yahoo news um, about someone that worked for Miss Cleo uh, or work for the Psychic Friends Network, and basically, that whole organization was just uh, a giant scam. Like they didn't, they interviewed people, and it's basically like, can you read a script? You're hired. Um, and the person actually started feeling bad about what they did because apparently everyone wanted good answers. If they got bad answers, it was bad. And yeah, so that was that whole uh, company. Don't sue me. Uh, essentially, well, they're not around, so fuck them. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just fake. Um, but I. Uh, I called and set up a schedule with I'll I'll say they were a TV psychic. They didn't have their own show. They were on TV shows, um, and that's how I found out about them. I don't want to name them, and I'll tell you why I don't want to name them for two reasons. Number one, I don't want them to sue me if something ever happened. Number two is 
I don't want I haven't I haven't even Googled this person's name after this happened because I got what I wanted from it. And if I later found out someone said, oh, this person did these practices and they were fake. Then it would take away what I got from it and whether it was real, which I believe it was, I got what I wanted out of from, uh, from it. So I just rather leave it at that. Um, but anyways, I uh, uh, I contacted a psychic about someone that I was trying to reach that had passed on. Uh, my grandmother, and uh, I spoke with them on an introductory phone call, lasted about maybe 10 minutes. They did ask me some questions. Um, they asked me my first name. They asked me, like, where I lived, um, as in United States, whatever, uh, if I lived on the East Coast, West Coast, you know, things like that. No no addresses were given. No latitude, not longitude. No last name was given. Um, they asked me... Um, was it a family member I was trying to reach? They didn't ask specifically who, um, just if it was a family member. And this was all from the psychic. This wasn't like a service I, uh, that, that was getting the information. This was directly to this person that was supposed to give me a reading. Um, <clears throat> bunch of personal questions, but nothing nothing that I, I feel like you could get information from. This also is probably in 2004. So uh, searching the internet for people's information is was still possible, but wasn't as easy. Um, and they told me they needed to research, and by research, what they meant was they needed to just kind of get into the zone, they said, just to, you know, they really couldn't explain to me how they could do what they do. They just could do it, and that was it. And they said they would call me back in like a week. Um, so about a week later, I got another call, or basically an email that they wanted to schedule a time with me. And uh, the person that I spoke to knew right off the back, uh, it was my grandmother that I was trying to reach right off the back. Um, they said, if you're not trying to reach her, they're trying to reach you. Um, and basically told me things that happened only between me and my grandmother that no one else would, would know. Like names were said, full names were said, experiences that happened just between me and my grandmother and maybe some other family members. No other family members were contacted. I even went and asked other family members if they had gotten any calls about anyone asking about my grandmother and like that. And to me, there's just no way the information that was given could be fake. Like, it, I, I understand what a cold reading is, but none of this was that. And from that day forward, I said, I don't really believe all these people I see on TV because most of them you can see what they're doing. But this person completely changed my mind that it has to be possible that a, probably a small subset of people can either talk to the dead or feed off some sort of energy that lets them get this information. But it was a full week later? Full week. It was actually a little mm. bit longer than that. It was about a week before I got the phone call to schedule, and then a few days after that to schedule it. Mm. And I will be open. I paid $500 for that experience. Doubt. That's a lot of money. That is and a lot of money. Especially in 2004 money-ish. But that is what happened. Um, so you're telling me, Ian, if that were you, you still wouldn't believe that. I would not know. A week is a long time and plenty of time to do a background check. Okay. A background check is not going to give you a conversation you had with your grandmother in 1986 on her front porch about a Christmas gift you received that year. True. Okay. True, gonna... but 
I mean, without knowing like every specific detail of the experience, it's hard to say like maybe there was a video of like some no. family gathering where you spoke about it. Or so maybe there was a they found a up, that was until much later. Or maybe they found like a receipt where you had purchased or they had purchased something. So they found know. a receipt from from service merchandise in nineteen eighty six. Sure. I don't think that's possible. Um, there were other things. I don't want to go into it because because it's my reading. It was my thing. Um, and I'll, I'll, I literally, well, there were things that were said that made me help with the grieving process. And, and it's another portion I want to get to about psychics. But this person really did help with that grieving process. And I, I know sometimes I've seen people, you know, do these readings and someone's obviously grieving. And that's all that psychic is really doing. They're really giving them very vague information, but they're just trying to like, hey, you know, it's okay to let go. And, and then you're and providing all the information they need to go exactly. from there. But in this case, I mean, there were just, it's just, it's just, I, it's just not possible. It's just not possible for that information to be on there. And if it was, then I would be able to find it and I couldn't find it. Um, yep. I would like to share my experience and John, I haven't shared this experience with you either. Um, so you both are going to learn today. Um, you gonna learn today. You gonna learn, and it's. I'm gonna try to tell it. In, in efforts to convince you, Ian, but I can't really go into all the details because family. But in the year 2000, my grandmother died, and this is my biological father's mother, um, and due to his lack of presence, I. I was not afforded the relationship with her that I built on my own in her later years. Um, I found out that she passed away days later. I did go to her funeral and something specific happened at her funeral. So the only people that would know were the people that were there. Grieving her death was very difficult for me and literally on a whim out getting drinks with friends downtown we walked into a you know pay by the service psychic okay i paid this woman 25 dollars. she grabbed my hands immediately picked up on my grandmother who i didn't even mention i told her my name i told her my name was jen and it's all I told her. And she said, you had somebody pass recently. And I said, yes. And she said, it is your grandmother. And I said, yes. And she goes, but that's not the name that you called her. And I said, no, ma'am. And she proceeded to tell me that my grandmother felt bad about what happened at the funeral. And then she told me that now that she's gone and I'm an adult, I should know the truth about what my father had done. And then this woman went into a story. Um, I was so freaked out about it because it was information I didn't know. I went back and I fact-checked her. And I talked to my mother about the things that she said about my father because these things happened before I was born. And all of it was true. Now, how would that woman have any ability 
of looking up that information. Bigger so, question. How did you get it for 25 but I had to pay 500 I paid $25 and had one of the best experiences <laughs> of my life. I need him. I need him. I need to make some phone calls. $25. That is, point is a beautiful pretty place. convincing, but without specifics, without being able to experience it for myself, it's hard to just Understood. Believe. But, you know, I, I my mother is big on psychic she's it's something she has gotten readings be pre me during my adolescence and as an adult you know throughout my life like that's something that she's done she's had some pretty shitty readings but she also had some that were like oh wow this is kind of interesting so the interest to do this was always there um but this is I had that experience, and then I saw. Have you heard? Are you familiar with what Reiki is? Have you heard uh, of that? I believe I have. Um, I think layman's terms, it's someone that can work with your own energy. Um, I had one of those readings done. It was weird. Um, I didn't really leave with the comfort that I left with when I sat with the psychic, but, um, you know, so like, I feel like I have both sides of the spectrum, one where I wasn't satisfied and one where my mind was blown. So I can say that not all people that claim to be psychic are psychics, but they are out there. I 100% believe they are out there. So really, it comes down to you needing the experience. That's what I'm hearing. That would help, yes. Okay. I don't think Ian will ever let himself have the experience. See, I would love the experience. the The whole like psychic and supernatural just you would appeals never to me. Pay. You would not even pay twenty five dollars to have your fortune read. If I had. Medium confidence, even that there was a possibility it could be true, I would definitely pay twenty five dollars. So is it the is it the money that bothers you though about psychics? No, it's just that I have no faith in their ability to actually be psychic. Fair, fair. So, do you think psychics are so okay? Psychics in general, okay, whether they're real or not. Do you think that they're do you okay? Try the other word this. <laughs> Gotta put my thinking cap on. Do you think they're causing people harm? No. No. Do you think some of them could be causing people harm? Yes. Okay. Um, so you and just try trying to understand where you're coming from, you believe that some people really believe that they are psychic, even though they're not. You believe they think they are. No. Okay, so you think that anyone psychic, anyone who's given that that reading, knows that they're not a psychic? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. They are unless they are extremely narcissistic. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know anyone like that. Um. So um, that kind of kind of brings me to my next point. Is um, you see these people that are psychic, and you see like um, so there was a. 
television show. Again, I don't want to say the name, but it was very popular on a certain network of science fiction that uh, had a TV show where people would come in and uh, he would do cold readings and tell them about their love lost ones or, you know, where grandpa after he died, where he hid the the big monies and things like that. And it was all completely fake. Um, people have been on that show and basically said, yeah, they asked us everything and we just kind of went along with it because uh, they wanted to be on TV. Kind of like how hypnotists apparently work, because uh, apparently that's all fake. Um, so <laughs> I still can't believe that. So hypnotism, um, and I'm talking about stage hypnotism here. I'm not talking about like if you go to therapy because, you know, show me on the doll where they touch you therapy. <laughs> hypnotist oh, John. But I'm just saying uh, that kind of uh, hypnotist, hypnotist stuff is uh, probably correct. Uh, you can kind of open your mind to uh, try to remember things. And that's not entirely a crock, but uh, it kind of is I, too. I actually do believe in hypnotism. Okay. So you believe in stage hypnotism. I believe that if you want to be hypnotized, you can be. Really? Okay. So apparently, and this is how this is supposed to work, and um, the uh, Brian Bushwood did a pod, does a podcast called World's Greatest Con, and he goes into it, and he knows several you know hypnotists, and basically how this works is the hypnotist comes on stage, and he's just banking on people to go along with it. Um, basically the people that come up, he says, okay, you know, he, they always do that thing. Like, well, we need to see who can be hypnotized. So they get a bunch of people and everyone's cheering them on and they'll look at them and they'll be like sleep. And if they fall asleep, okay, they can be hypnotized. And if they don't, they just tap them like, okay, you can't be hypnotized. Go sit down. Um, but basically these That's people also to... consistent with my experience as well. Exactly. So, you know, uh, they, they bring you up on stage and they're like, okay, now cook like a chicken. Well, cluck like a chicken is embarrassing. However, if you cluck like a chicken because you're hypnotized, all of a sudden the crowd loves you and they cheer and they applaud and they, it's a nice boost to your, you know, I feel famous for a few minutes. And apparently everyone just goes along with it. It's not real at all in that setting. So the one thing that we know based on actual hypnotists saying it's fake is the one thing you believe. <laughs> so hold on. So you mentioned my experience and what is your experience with hypnotism i've never been hypnotized personally or attempted even to be hypnotized personally okay but i have seen multiple like hypnotisms quote unquote and some people like john's experience they went up and you know they saw who was cooperating and who wasn't and they removed the people who weren't so doesn't that set off a red flag like uh oh it does but i also saw the reactions like well after the fact i want to hear more about this where where did this take place uh this actually took place at the maryland renaissance festival mm. oh oh okay. you know so, they say uh, I'm the gullible one. I was gonna say. Let like... me guess. Let me guess, Ian. After you're eating your turkey legs, somebody guessed your weight. <laughs> no, actually, no one's ever successfully guessed my weight when oh, I did but that. They tried. They tried. They did try. Yes. Ian no, I've always won that small man. <laughs> no, and uh, I don't go for the turkey legs. I go for the pickles. Ah, the pickles. The pickles. Yes. There's pickles at the Ren Fair. Okay, that's. Yeah. Oh yes. Day. Okay. <laughs> large wet 
<laughs> okay, that's juicy pickles. pickles <laughs> Don't say moist. There's everyone. Everyone just turned it off. Just kidding. No one's listening. Anyways, um, but no. So it, it's just it's it's just the most the most conny thing on this whole list. I mean, it's a Renaissance fair. Of course, there would be a hypnosis there because that was something done back in the day because it was just easy trickery, you know. This is the one thing that you're like, I'll, I'll, so, I'd, put, I'd buy stock in that. That's your Dogecoin, you know? And I believe you can be if you want to be, specifically because... Um, well, that, that statement alone, you can be hypnotized if you want to be hypnotized, is what they say, right? But that means you can be hypnotized if you're going to go along with this. Right. So I knew, I knew someone who, like, specifically, who went up on stage for the Hypnotism Act... And they were not able to be hypnotized. They got tapped on the shoulder, so to speak, and they had to go back to the seat. And then other people up there, they did the act. They did exactly what the person said for them to do. And then at the end of the show, they went back to their seats. And then 20 minutes later, we're walking around, you know, going from, you know, stall to stall. And just in the side, you see someone who was up on stage off on the corner surrounded by like two or three people just bawling their eyes out. That sounds like a fun hypnotist. Were they crying because they were embarrassed? I mean, I didn't go up to them and interrogate so this, them. Could this have been a completely different scenario? Like they were just attacked by somebody and you're like, oh, hey, why are you crying? Potentially. Must have been it hypnotized. Could, it could literally be coincidence in me reading into it, but... Maybe they're like, I couldn't have been hypnotized. Or about it. it could just be that they wanted to be hypnotized and then couldn't decided afterwards that maybe they shouldn't have been. So you think they, they, they got hypnotized, did something stupid and were embarrassed and then were crying about it? Yes. Hmm. I think if well, hypnotism... the, oh, the end of the hypnotism act was uh, temperatures. So first they were getting very cold. And then they were getting very hot. And this particular individual, once they were starting to get hot, started stripping very quickly. What? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I feel who like goes my, along with that? Like my BS, my, my, I, as someone who believes everything, my BS meter is just going off the charts there with that. Because if there's enough perverts in this world that if hypnotism were, 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 yeah, if hypnotism were real, they would learn how to hypnotize people and just go into bars and be like, you love me, you know? Maybe, but again, you you have to want it. And I feel like that's a whole different scenario. I mean, again, it's it's just it's just odd to me that that is the one. And it, well, I guess it's not because hypnotism, they tell you it's not magic. It's just your brain, you know, and your brain is very no, powerful. I feel like it's just people being convinced of something that they want to believe, which is extremely common. True. Yeah. For instance, and this is going to hit a very large nail for people, is religion. Which Probably is a not. great segue into something else with hypnotism religion yeah Mass hysteria maybe who knows um or cults even if we don't want to go too mainstream let's, let's let's reel it back just a little bit there <laughs> no but um it actually falls falls in line with hypnotism and and tv preachers 
Um, and also, Evangelist. Uh, yeah, that too. And Psych. Um, which actually, let me um, let me let me let me roll step back here. Um, we were talking about psychics earlier, of course, and uh, we were, I asked you if they were if they were good people if they're doing harm, and you said no. Um, but are they really good people if they're lying about it? And what I mean by that is, let's say there's a psychic, and you know this family wants to answers. You know, let's say they had some tragedy, they lost some loved one they cared about, something they had some tragedy, and they go to a psychic. Now you believe that that psychic knows that they don't that they're a fraud, but they're going to help that family grieve um, and maybe get through some things. Um, but they're also going to take their money when they do that too. That makes them kind of a shit person at that time, isn't it? Or do you think that they're just paying for that service because that's what it costs? It's very subjective, in my opinion. Okay. I just think it takes a special kind of shithead to take money from a grieving family. Um, or not even just a grieving family. It's a, it takes a special kind of shithead to take money from anyone that's vulnerable and scared and doesn't know what to turn to. Um, Unfortunately, and, there's more people out, like, out there like that than you'd hope for. Yep, oh, definitely. But and, in um, this particular instance, I don't think it's always malicious. Well, let me say... tell you about someone who is always malicious, and that's going to be <laughs> our friend, Peter motherfucking Popoff. Oh. Um, Peter Wait, Popoff. His yeah. his actual name is Peter Popoff? Uh, that is his name. His Peter name Popoff. Peter Popoff. And he is a TV preacher. And um, <laughs> um, I, I, just, I, I posted a link in Discord, and it's the one that says peterpopoff.org forward slash miracle water. If you just want to click that link, Ian, um, I and, and really just, don't want to click that. You link. do. You really do. You really do. Um, if you see this, he's selling a bottle of Miracle Water. But tell me, Ian, what? what is what does it say in big letters to not do with that Miracle Water? No, do not ingest the Miracle Spring Water. <laughs> do not ingest the Miracle Spring Water is literally the first thing it says in big red. What the fuck is in that water? Like I that's they, know. They How much does this cost? I, I I think it's just like a donation, so I don't think they can set a physical price. Only PBS can well, do that when you it ask for your name, email address, phone. Here's the thing. Names. Okay, so Peter Popoff is a scam artist. He's been arrested before, he's been under investigations. He is the shittiest of shit. Um, he was he was the one one of the ones that were known to uh, people when they would come to his TV preacher. So people would come to his church and they put in the prayer request cards. Why are you here today? Why do you why do, what do you need healing from? And someone would say, I have brain cancer and I want God to heal me. And they put it in their prayer thing. And then Peter Popoff would get that information and he'd have a little earbud in and his wife would be like, hey, you need to talk to this person. This is their name and they have brain cancer. And he'd be like, oh, well, Jesus is telling me about so and so that's got brain cancer. Where are you at? And they would come down, and he would lay hands on them, and they would they would pass out, and 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 be you know all kinds of mass hysteria and mass hypnotism because that's another form of that. Um, but yeah, he's giving away this miracle water or selling this miracle water. But why does it say not to drink the water? Like, <laughs> is it so like we couldn't even we couldn't even scam you with clean water? Like we got this out of a mud puddle at the back. Somebody said it might be because it's supposed to be symbolic and you don't actually drink it. But Yeah, I, I don't think it's because the water is literally toxic. I think but it's it, more that it's supposed to be symbolic. 
really kind of seems like it though. Um, I don't think it's even water. What if it's like some sort of oil? I don't know, but I ordered some, Whoa. so we'll see what's happening. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, I did. Did oh, you God. really? Yes, I did. And uh, no, when it arrives, most likely is literally just water. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I don't have the money to give it analyzed, but I'll definitely sniff it. Water is cheaper than oil. True, unless it's who knows COVID COVID water. Um, but yeah, I uh, don't think it's COVID water. Could be, could be. We might have found like you know. The, hey, what if? What if that's a new thing? Peter Pop. Never mind. We're not going with that. But anyways, uh, <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast. He was found out for what he was. Uh, he was big on all the the television networks for the the preacher ones, the TBN and things like that. Found out. I think he went to jail for a little bit or got sued, did something. And now he's back to doing it again. Like people are just like, yeah, well, you know, he said he was sorry. He's not doing that no more. And he's doing the exact same thing. I don't understand where people's faith, uh, not to knock on anyone being religion, if that's your religious belief, more power to you. That's cool. But why give someone who is literally caught doing this and they're doing it again, they're, they're, they're just okay with that. Like, how do Some you people... go to his church? How do you go to his church? Let's say you believe in, 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 in the Jesus and you believe in faith healing. Okay, that's cool. That is your prerogative. But how do you go to someone who's been known to lie about it and expect a miracle to happen? Well, that's the whole thing with belief and faith is that sometimes it isn't always rational. For instance, I have no rational reason to believe that you know, hypnotism is real or not. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. Just the same thing. They have no rational reason to believe whether or not it's true or not. But if they actually believe it, then they believe it. Whether or not someone says, okay, look, this is fake, won't phase them in the slightest. Mm, I, 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 just, I think there's got to be something else. So, like, for instance, if there was a man, his name was Scary Sam. And every time Scary Sam goes camping with someone, he kills him. Does it all the time. And then yes. they re re rehabilitate him, and he goes to jail, and he gets better, and they let him out. And he's out, and he's a new man, and he says, hey, Ian, you want to go camping? Are you going camping with him? I'm no. more of an introvert, so no, I'd rather stay home. But you're not going camping with him is what I'm saying. So, like, why, why, why go camping with Peter Popple? Why go camping with Peter Popple? But no, I, I did order some water. Um, mm -hmm. I made a donation of, I think it was like a dollar I had to do. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll put in for a refund on that on my credit card, too. Uh, <laughs> it's not credit card fraud, I swear. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, it, it, he just kind of falls into the whole thing where I think he is playing the part of a, of a psychic, part of a hypnotist, and part of a scammy preacher. Um, there's so many scammy preachers, uh, again, not knocking your religion, but there are a lot of scammy preachers, and they're just trying to take advantage of people, and I think that's bullshit. Um, but yeah, so so today we've talked about psychics and we talked about uh, them working for the government and we've talked about them working for the police department um, and we've talked about them, uh, you know, finding finding uh, clues for mysteries and and Ian says it's all just a fucking coincidence and none of it's real. Um, we've talked about our personal experience. Does that make you feel nice and warm inside? I mean, in in for the wrong reasons. Um, Ian doesn't believe anyone has these powers at all. Um, I do. I, I I think I'm supposed to say, Jen, you do as well. Yes. Okay. Well. Not I, but I. I mean, I'm on the fence. I don't think that everyone that claims that they can do it can do it, but I do believe that there are some out there that can. 
You know, real quick, uh, the this, this amazing Reader's Digest article made me think about that. What about tarot, Ian? Uh, I know you're interested in tarot. What do you feel about that? I think it's a interesting subject. I don't think at any point is it actually real. You draw general conclusions based on what you see, and I don't know what the exact name of it is, but I know there's a thing where people like to attribute patterns to things where it is literally coincidence. I okay. don't know if that specifically applies to this. It might be like a literal thing, like seeing a face in the sky or something like that. But May I? May, may I? May I? Because this is one where, Ian, I think you and I uh, might be sitting on the same side of the fence here. I am fascinated by tarot. Fascinated. But at the end of the day, I think tarot is one of those things that's completely open to interpretation. I think exactly. any drawing that you may get, because you, just like what we touched on with religion, because you want to believe so bad, you want an answer to something so bad, it is a tool that people use their own interpretations for to decide which path they're going to take. Like horoscopes. Horoscopes are vague. Very. And then you know general I mean? situations that could apply in exactly. so many different scenarios. No terror reading is going to be like, you're going to get a promotion at work, and then on Tuesday, you're going to drop dead. None of them ever say that. Nope. It's going to be, you're going to have a large upheaval, or there's or you'll I, find or there's strife. Or, yeah. well, John, why don't you give us a little more specifics of this? Because you're more... Yeah. In, you have a little more knowledge on this front, if I recall correctly. Well, I mean, just like tarot is similar to horoscopes. Horoscopes are a little bit different. Um, but tarot, to me, is just a tool. Um, it's it's I Literally, I call tarot therapy in cards because that's really what it is. Uh, I know some people will believe that the cards are mystified and things like that. But I think it's just a really develop, well-developed tool to make you take a step back and look at what's going on in your life currently and how you're dealing with certain situations. Um, again, everything is up for interpretation, of course, but it's funny that sometimes, you know, uh, Jen, I'll ask you sometimes, like, what's the matter? And you're like, I don't know, just something, just something's a matter. You know, you, you can't put your, your finger on it. And I think something like tarot really lets you look like, you know what, this is actually bothering me. This person, this 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 uh, scenario, this something is happening. Whether it be my work, whether it be you know a friend uh, or a family member, you can see those in the cards. Their cards aren't revealing it; they are revealing it to you anyway because it's what's in your subconscious, what you're projecting out. So I think they're a really good tool, but I don't think they have any mystical or magical powers. And I actually I like that explanation, and I yeah. can agree with that. Where oh is it's not any kind of mystical thing; it's just a. And it also links back, I think, to your question about whether people are maliciously like robbing people by charging them for something that they know isn't real. Wherein the fact is, they get something out of it, you provide them some sort of service, whether it's real or not, they still get out of it what they want to get out of it. For them, yeah. it's money well spent. I mean, like, if you go to therapy, you're going to pay... Guys. If you're going to go to therapy, you're going to pay for that. You can have a really nice therapist, and they can be loving and caring and kind, but they still want you to pay that bill. Can, you got to get one that HMO, if you know what I mean. Can we seriously acknowledge that we're agreeing on something? We are. We are. Yes. I love yeah. this. It's a good feeling. Good job, Hooray. guys. Good Yay job. us. 
And we just have to uh, tie him down, waterboard him until he believes in some subject. <laughs> For those of you who aren't any of us three, that rarely happens. Yeah, it yeah. really doesn't. I, I'm actually thinking about changing my mind just because of it. <laughs> Go ahead. You, and you, know, you know what? Tarot cards? Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Should I sell your deck? No, that's mine. That, <laughs> mine does have mystic powers. And you know what? It does. I actually own a deck of tarot cards. Do you? I do indeed. Hmm. We'll have to. Uh, we'll have to. That's what. They, remind me next time we have a, a get together, which okay. uh, birthday coming, coming up, up soon. Um, we should. We should. We should both bring our decks of tarot cards and we can compare them. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. Yeah, we Ian, could. Do yeah. you do readings, Ian? I did a few like self readings. I don't know if that's the proper term for it, but I like I said, I am very interested in this kind of stuff. But it is hard for me to buy into it just because I haven't had any like relevant experiences with it. Okay. But I, I am fascinated. It's definitely by something it. you you can practice with. Uh, the it's really it's I like getting my tarot cards read uh, by someone who's who's definitely experienced with it. Just because it is it is a it's a guided therapy and that, that it's guided. It's it's like hey you know they're interpreting this card as this, but I'm interpreting it as like this, and it's just it's nice. I like it. I like it. I mean, again, every everything is is you can make it positive, you can make it negative. You know that's why there's a death card. But every time the death card is out there, like, oh well, that's not that's not, that's not what it means. Well, what the fuck is it labeled death then? You know, but it's just. Well, death for some people is the sign of a door closing and another opening. Yeah, so would a door. So they could have named it door. <laughs> they could have, but you know, death is more final. Earth is nice and happy, but you know we don't like. Definitely it. grabs your attention. At Definitely has a more emotional effect than door. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you could charge more for it then. That makes sense. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I think we, we, we can uh, wrap it up there today with uh, with an agreement somehow. Let's, let's, if we're having enough scorecards at home, just mark one and the rest zero and probably zero forever. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I won't ex wouldn't expect that for our future endeavors. Yeah, we got a lot of future endeavors hopefully coming up soon. Um, some of them are going to get darker, some of them are lighter. Who knows? I haven't decided what to do the next podcast on yet, but I'm sure we will. And hopefully that will be coming out shortly. Maybe, uh, maybe it'll be a little bit better produced. Uh, this, like I said, is our first episode, so a little rough around the edges. Um, yeah. Just like you. Just like me. Just like me, yes. Um, but yeah, um, so basically, I guess at this point in time, we could just give our our overall opinion of psychics and hypnotists and, and, and TV preachers. Uh, okay. Let's just talk psychics for that one. Uh, I, I I'm sold 100%. Definitely. Some people, some people have that gift. I'm with you. And I am against. Oh, that's what we can say. Ian, go fuck yourself. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening to this podcast. Uh, hopefully the next one will come out soon. Uh, again, this is uh, not safe for discussion and I hope everyone has a great thing day or evening depending on what time life. you're listening to this podcast. Life. Have a good life. <laughs> Get <laughs> <the> time. Bye-bye. <laughs>